Welcome to Oaken Bros. This is Eric. And I am Michael. We have Mama Oaken in the house, Phyllis. AKA, upon, upon AKA Carol P. Roman, aka Carol P. Roman, aka Phyllis Oaken, aka the boss, aka CEO, aka Queen. Brit London. AKA Brit London. Yeah. AKA by, uh, via request, I might add, my wife's aunt um said you have to marilyn my wife's aunt marilyn from florida big up to marilyn she's like you have to have your mother on she's fantastic i just want to hear everything that she has to say all right all right ma we're gonna sit back it's your show (laughs) monologue for 25 minutes yeah i mean i could probably start with did you brush your teeth clean your room that's the (laughs) monologue right i took my vitamins this morning i brushed my teeth and happy I, would, I don't even know what today is. I think today is like Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So last night, I just want to mention, last night we have some new subscribers to the channel, and I'm very grateful for it. Last night, um, it was actually a couple weeks ago, I had an interview with a gentleman. It, 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 li- it, aired, it aired last it night. Aired last, it aired last night. And as Eric and I um, increase our subscribership, uh, we're going to be um, – is that even a word? Subscribership? I don't see why it is. Subscribers. Subscriber is now right as we increase our subscribers um i was interviewed on inspire nation podcast and uh this gentleman we had on we had him on the podcast michael sandler uh just just a guy just he glows you look at him and he's got this incredible aura fabulous. i watched it live as it was premiering and it was a great and you did his original podcast you did the very first i was michael samuels which is my which is my alias for the books that for my self-help books that I've written. Um, I did that. I did a, his first podcast. I was guest zero zero one or zero 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 one. And you know, he, he reached out to me and he said, listen, I read How was that by the way, that was about five years ago. Yeah. I read, he, go, he wrote me, I still have the email. He's like, yeah, I read your book, just ask the universe. And I would love to have you on my podcast. And I don't say no to anyone unless it's like, you know, some creepy stuff, which doesn't happen often. How many um, followers did he have at that point? None, right? None. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Awesome. He had nothing. And so he was terrified. Him and his wife, Jessica, who were Do just you know, the night. The, you go ahead, Eric. Do you know how many how many views that video got? In your what, first in, video? No, your first video that you did with him? No. Well over 30,000. What? No kidding. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really, I know last night, you know, like I was watching the views and I saw it. it's now today. It's it's eight o'clock in the morning on Wednesday morning. And that uh, that podcast we did has over 2000 views, which is just the coolest thing ever. So I yeah. had I had this I had spoke with him after our interview and he was so nice. And he was like, he, you know, he was like, oh, woo woo and woohoo. And, and he's such great positive energy. And I said to him, I said, you have something fabulous going on here. You really have an amazing brand. Inspire Nation is an incredible name for a podcast because it tells the audience exactly what it is. Um, and I said, you guys are going to be huge. You have to keep going the course. And he's like, thank you. Thank you. You know, you're my first guest. I don't know how this is going to go. And I've been listening to him over the years because everyone that he has on his podcast, I mean, Bruce Lipton, um, Eben Alexander, you know, you name it, Dr. Joe Dispenza. These guys are are all the books that I've read in my spiritual journey and I've, you know, I've given it to you guys and, you know, these people are teaching about your subconscious mind and the growth of our business, I think has been due in part to this spiritual journey that we're all on. More importantly, um, daddy stayed alive because of those books. hundred percent. I should have mentioned that. On, yeah, you know, he was given zero chance, right? Like yeah. they him surviving when he was first diagnosed 
uh, 17 years ago. It, it was in five. It was in 2004. Mm-hmm. He was diagnosed, and they said if he slips through the eye of needle, maybe he'll make it for five years. And he lived for yep. um, 15, 14 years. Yeah. I mean, broke every record for lung cancer. I bought him when I read, when I first watched The Secret, I watched The Secret in Vegas. Sharon and I watched The Secret and I thought it was just the coolest thing ever. I read the book literally within a day of of the movie. And, you know, then I, then I said, how did The Secret become The Secret? And you look at the science of getting rich and that's the original, right? That's the original. But there's so much more. There's so much more to the science of getting rich where, you know, really what that led to is that, you know, what there is alternative information out there that can help you. And then that led to diet changes. And then I feel that was one of the biggest changes that that dad made that gave him more years because he was morbidly obese right and then and then we're like dad do this and he lost 100 pounds and he felt so much better and we definitely i definitely feel that that added on more years to his life but the point is that knowledge is power and um you you can never stop going down that rabbit hole of information and you know things change you know i was on a diet path where i thought i was going to eat this way for the rest of my life and it changed and you can't be dogmatic about any of your approaches. And it, and it was a long time coming. But before that, I was on a different diet path. And um, information changes, your body changes, your mind changes, and you have to constantly reinvent yourself. If you're not reinventing yourself, if you think it's going to be like this forever, you're wrong. In a reinvention, it's a, it's a really important word. People get stuck. And, you know, everything I, you know, I'm lauded that I was a teacher and all this kind of stuff, but everything I learned, I learned from our talking all the time. We've always had this great osmosis and exchange of information. And I remember one time I was having a little bit of a tough time with um, one of my grandkids and he just wasn't relating to me. And I remember, Michael, you said to me, mom, you have to reinvent yourself. And you know, you're always going through reinventions. It doesn't have to be with work, just work. It doesn't have to be just diet. It doesn't have to be where you live. Reinvention occurs all the time. And when you think about it, if you're stagnating, you're not growing. So, and and what's interesting is a lot of people don't like to read, okay? A lot of people don't like to read. I think that's okay this day and age. There's so I, many other sources. YouTube. There's um there's podcasts there's I, there's TikTok for crying there's out TikTok. loud there's yeah. you can listen to a book on every book has been uh you know you can I get just want to I just want to mention a real quick thing about TikTok I I've been working out now more in my gym you know I I still try to keep active every day but you know I'm back into lifting weights like you know consistently now and the people on TikTok that you want to talk about success leaves clues these people on TikTok they showed me a new bicep exercise with these dumbbells i already noticed a difference within within days of doing this exercise i would have never been able to have do you know learned about this if i wasn't if the thirst for knowledge was just oh you know but i'm fine i'm going to keep doing to, this. well you, it, it you just jump into it well it's a meta no absolutely but it's a metaphor for life that you know um you, you know you could just keep doing this is just bicep curls you can keep doing bicep curls and bicep curls and you really won't see progress because you're doing the same weight the same repetition every time your muscles get used to it your mind gets used to the same thing all the time mm-hmm. i want to be wealthy 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 well yeah it's going to it's going to come it's going to surround you you will see results but you have to 
I, I liken this and just ask the universe to up your bets, right? Like mom, Eric and I are gamblers. Dad was a gambler. Like we, we love to gamble. It's fun for us. It's an activity. We haven't done it in a while since COVID, but in order to it feels like, we're, it feels like we're gambling every day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it really yeah, does. It does. It does feel like a slot machine, like a, a crap table yeah, every day. How but, much money's in the bank today? Reinventing your mind, about working out your mind muscle is just as important as working out your your right. physical muscle. But you can't follow blindly either. You have to use common sense. If something doesn't sound right, if it's yeah, I think, and ultimately, you have to use your gut. Right. Right. Your gut is your best guide to what you think is right or wrong. And if it feels good, it probably is. But if you're not feeling it, you know, step away, give it a week or two, go back to it. And if it's still not good, you know, find try and find a different path. But you have to also look at alternatives. What What's the downside of this? What's the upside of this? And you have to use your brain. You really have to, like you said, use your gut, you know? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Don't do it. But there is. Do you believe where the podcasts are going now? How many podcasts do you guys watch a week? I mean, a lot. Yeah, I, I a lot. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that Inspire I, Nation. I just want to mention Inspire Nation. You know, if this if there's someone on there who I'm really not into, like I don't really care about, I won't listen to it. But Inspire Nation, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has become my source for news. Um, same thing with you know Bill Maher on on Twitter. I listen to these guys, not that I, I believe in what they, you know, what they believe in. Um, a lot of them are into drugs. I don't, I don't like drugs. That's not my belief, but th if that's what they're into, good for them. I don't have to believe everything they say. Right. Um, Tony Robbins is, is a, a vegan. It's again, it's just, it's not, or a vegetarian. It's, it's not my belief, but good for them that I, I would never tell anyone my belief is right. And your belief is wrong. Um, but getting to, you know, getting to learn from these people, still it's a nugget of information you can learn anything from anybody mm -hmm. so i wanted to switch gears for a second you know i feel like you know we're in the midst of covid19 and i i feel like right now more than any other time we're in the dark night of the soul and because it's very it's hard dark night of the soul is it, dark it, night of the soul is in uh, the book save the cat by blake snyder it's a screenplay writing book and at the 25 minute mark before a movie ends, any movie on planet Earth, except maybe Quentin Tarantino and Stanley Kubrick. OK, um, every single movie that's ever been written has a structure to it. And the last 25 minutes, there is a death. I don't know. You know, the death could be symbolic. It could be physical. It could be mental. Marriage, it could be uh, it could the be death. the death of a plant. It could oh, be right. a, a plant dying. It could a be anything. An idea, career. Right. And it's and that that dark night of the soul, as Eric so eloquently stated, is the, the reason that that death, there's going to be a rebirth now. And the rebirth, you know, it's it's I don't want to get all religious either, but it's it's the death. Well, of do, do an example in a movie. So, you know, when was there a death and then how when did the rebirth happen afterwards? If you I don't want to put you on the spot. But yeah, I mean, it's like it's I come up with back a movie. to the future. I mean, back to the future, you know, he cannot. That is there was that that, that scene for, at the end where it was the dark night of the soul where he just couldn't get back. And then all of a sudden, at the very last moment, he does. And I feel like for all of us, that's that's the, the that structure. Wasn't, that Eric, wasn't it, right? No, that, that was not it. That was that was the storming of the castle scene. 
where it when when the protagonist is going to go into the castle and he has to have five things go wrong for him and he has to overcome all five of those things that's that's the last 10 minutes of the movie okay i could watch that movie today and still get excited yes where you're just like yeah. how is he going to get out of real it? simple uh elf and this is an example in save the cat in the movie elf um you know he's 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 thinking uh you know that he's not worthy of of becoming human or whatever i don't remember the movie you know total but um the death of han solo in in star wars uh the death of obi-wan kenobi in star wars what do they do the, it propels them to overcome the bad guy in elf um He's on a bridge. I think he's on the 59th Street Bridge, and he's ready to jump off, and it's the death of his self, of his old self, and he propels himself into um, you know, so, the finale. Right. So okay. equating that to now, right? I feel – you know, I don't know if it's personally or it's it's a group collective of – of businesses right now but it's hard it's hard to see a way out it's hard to see is it going to get better because it's just dragging on there's the election and by no means do i wanted to take make this into political at all or anything like that but who it's just for? who are you voting for who are you voting for, <laughs> who are you voting for? uh mom and i just <laughs> feel like i'm voting for myself i'm putting my name in that yeah michael oaken for president i can you do that i feel you like on anything you want i think I yeah. feel like you don't no, you can. Okay. The, the future is untold and I think that the next three to six months are are going to be very critical to how businesses are going to survive. I, I think we're through the worst of it, to be honest. I think that we're through the worst of it. And at the dark night of the soul is we're coming to this great kind of climax. And the climax for me is building that it's there's two kind of climaxes going on. We have September 1st, which seems to be the date that everybody is throwing around and the election. So I think like as, you know, we, we've kind of dragged ourselves through this, you know, it's for a lot of people, I mean, it's been hard, but, you know, fortunately it's been the summer. So people, I'm amazed when I drive through the area, I've gone to the office a few times. So I'll drive through our neighborhood our office is about um, 20 minutes from the house, 10 minutes from the house. And I'm amazed at how many people are out and um, about, you know, maybe they're not going to go back to school and maybe they're going to work from home because they don't want to be in confined areas. And I get it. I mean, I certainly don't, but people are out. Like, you know, when I think about what it was like in March, it was like a zombie apocalypse. I would go outside the front of our house by and, the way, for uh, the subscribers, we live in New York. We live on the North Shore of Long Island. Long Island. I would go out, and this is a busy area, and there was not a sound, not a plane, not a train. We could hear the train from our home. It's weird yeah. hearing planes in the sky now. It, well, we're, we've gotten, because Michael's been riding, you know, the kids have been riding bikes in the evenings in front of the house, and we're, we've been looking at the planes and seeing how every night there are more and more planes in the air. We, you know, we've been, we've been monitoring that for about three weeks. But the point is, for me, I feel the worst was back in um, April was pretty April, bad. you know, March and it, because when we first closed down, when we made that decision to just uh, make everyone go remote because we were afraid that COVID was going to spread within our own organization. Um, and we wanted to keep, uh, contact to a minimal. Um, and we went overnight. I have to say, this is the greatest team on earth. They went, they went, uh, remote within 24 hours when I requested that we do it. And, um, 
what it was completely di- and we had no idea i mean groceries were being delivered you know it was just a complete shutdown of society and now people are kind of putting their feet in the water some people are sending their kids back to school some people aren't no judgment there whatever works for people you know um every time i go out everybody's wearing a mask so i feel like in our area people have adjusted that this is now a way of life and we're going to wear masks and we're going to wipe things down so for me we're through the dark night of the soul, Eric. I think what's coming is we're building to this kind of like, you know, we're building to this moment. So maybe, maybe we're in the, uh, um, maybe slang we're of the dragon. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we're in the slang of the dragon or we're, we're storming the, the castle. We're storming the castle right now where we're, you know, you know we're, we're, we're still, we're obviously still not through it. Right. Um, and but, I just want to say one more thing. A lot of people didn't make it. I mean, you drive through our town and restaurants and stores are closed. They're, they're shuttered. Those people are not. So for them, that, that death, for me, those deaths already came. Right. I've seen, you know, hair salon, nail salons, places that just cannot stay open because they're not going to be able to pay their rents. Then, you know, I feel like we dragged ourselves through it. We, we were prudent. We were careful. And so here's a question. Yeah. Somebody is having a tough time. And if someone doesn't know if they're going to make it their business or they have to move or, you know, you know, because of the the circumstances that are going on, what can they do? What, you know, what books can they read? What, um, what strategies can they do? What mindset changes can they make to to succeed? I'm just, you know, listen, we're not, we're not, I'm not going to offer professional advice, right? I'm not a shrink, you know, like we're not shrinks. We don't have degrees in this stuff, but what I can do is say what I, what, what, well, I mean, you don't need a certificate to be a life coach, but you, you, I'm going to tell you, right. We're going to tell you what's worked for us and shut the news off, shut the news off and start learning, start buying books that are going to help you emotionally mentally and spiritually that has that has worked for me that's worked for eric and mom because the news will drive you insane and it's no I offense think, to michael i think that that's extreme and i think that people have to do a little bit of everything for people, excuse me one second yeah, mom, for it, people yeah for, for people who you know i can't have eric can't start eating um um uh, sugar again really and truly eric really can't start eating sugar again because it's a slippery slope and he, he can't eat bagels again it's for people that know eric eric doesn't eat eric eats a very low carb diet and he gave up sugar and carbs a long time ago eric can't eat pasta again because of he it, he's gonna he's gonna However, get, it's gonna drag However, him back down let me just say this i don't mean to interrupt you but he can eat rice so in other words, you have to pick and choose what you're going to do. It's never all of one and not. I get what you're saying. The news is a distraction. And I agree with you. But you have to put what I, I think the difference between. I understand with you, it's always do this. And, you know, and this is sometimes and this is the most important thing. This is what people need more than anything else is they have to talk to other people and have new ideas come in. There has to be perspective and limit to everything, Michael. You can't live in the news. You cannot take the news and immerse yourself to the point that you can't do anything. You have to take everything. And the the biggest thing I've learned about this, like with every other crisis, I mean, the worst has already happened to me. Daddy got sick and eventually he died. So that's the worst. That's the ultimate perspective, right? The ultimate worst. So for me, while this is terrible and it's been horrible, I've learned to have the strong support of the best employees in the country. This tested every 
key person in the company and I saw who was really there for me and will be there for us, not me, but meaning for BLS. That was number one. Number two, it tested the family and our entire family united and got together and spoke to each other and helped each other. And you've been on the phone with your aunts, your uncles, your you know extended family, and everybody's been generous in advice and, and being yeah. there for the and next I, person. I, and I just want to say, um, you know, if you if if you don't have that, if you don't have a close family, if you don't have close friends, I think the internet is the most powerful tool to create connections with people. Go on the Inspire Nation podcast and go into the comments. Make relationships with people that are that are like minded that want to grow. Also, there's uh, there's Reddit and Reddit has amazing communities where you can go and create relationships with people online based around your common interests. I would be careful. I just want to mention, speaking of social media, I would be LinkedIn is an incredible tool, pure positivity, um, pure light, pure love from people saying, you got this. We could hire. Uh, There was a a guy on Twitter yesterday and he sold a screenplay and um, he wrote in one. He he wrote in a tweet. And I don't really respond to people much on Twitter um, because if you do, you will get about. 10 toxic remarks back to you. So you have to keep it very professional and very like short on Twitter. Um, and this guy sold a screenplay and it was optioned or whatever the case, but he's making progress in the film industry. And he goes, I still don't have representation. He has an entertainment attorney, but he doesn't have representation. He's like, is this a face that you want to punch? What? Why can't someone just start representing me. And I don't realize how fortunate I am that I have representation. I wrote him. I said, it's the complete opposite problem for me. I have representation and I've had three books published and that's it. I have one option and three books published, which is still so amazing uh, from where I came from. But I said, you have to be on LinkedIn. I said, being on Twitter is not going to get you representation. Being on Twitter is going to get you toxic remarks from people who are not supportive of your endeavors. LinkedIn you can't believe how many agents are on there from creative artists. You can't believe from uh, all the management companies. They're all on there networking on yeah, LinkedIn. Yeah, for the, for the record, the money's on LinkedIn. The money's on LinkedIn. And mm-hmm. I, if I didn't have an entertainment attorney, LinkedIn would have gotten me one. If I didn't have a literary agent, yeah, LinkaddIn would have gotten me one. You can literally search, you know, agent. Ta- Talent yeah. manager. Yeah, you talent can, manager. And then right. you can go and reach out to every single one of them. I, but I, yeah. I right. that Michael would have gotten... A literary agent in the morgue, you know. <laughs> well, that's Thank just, you, our, that's just our style. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell, tell, tell them more. No, Michael, your energy is is always you. You're like a bright sun, and Eric is like a cool moon. You're just so opposite, and, and yeah, you, Eric's you know, dark, brooding, and depressing. I, I no, he's know. not not at all. But he's intense, and and he's as bright as the sun. So it's yeah, like I'm teasing. Is, in in that way. I bring out people's inner werewolves. That that's all oh, you do, but yeah, you're right. You can't be like just go on Twitter, just go on LinkedIn. No, no, no. It's on. just you, there's, there's yeah, there's 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 every and that's what I'm trying to say yeah. is that there's communities everywhere. Right. And while we while we have our family community, we have our business community. Um, we have our online community too. And, and it helps. And on LinkedIn, you know, like I want to get on LinkedIn live in the worst way, in the worst way I want to get on LinkedIn live. Are you hearing that? Are you hearing, are you hearing that LinkedIn? Are yeah. You that? So I want, I want to get on there in the worst way. So I posted that, Hey, who has insight to this? 
And did you get responses? Yeah, I did. I did, as a matter of fact. Um, Greg from the bank said, he's like, I used to work in this building with this guy who's on link, who has LinkedIn Live. Maybe he can give you some pointers. He emailed, he, he messaged me. He's like, DM me your number. I'll call you tomorrow, which is today. And then, awesome. um, and then Adam also endorsed him, which is weird that they're Holzer? Yeah, which is weird. Are you talking about Mitchell Green Greenbaum or Greenberg yes. or something? Yeah. yeah. I, I get alerts on my phone every night, I think at like 6 p.m. when his podcasts go live. Yeah. Great guy. I mean, he, yeah, I so hopefully a couple he'll of get some insight. And I also messaged the senior product manager of LinkedIn Live. So okay. that's the path of LinkedIn that I have access to that person that I'm having issues doing it. I've applied four times and I can't do it. Well, yeah. why don't why do you hold on? Why don't you just stop it too, Eric? It didn't work out for you. Like, why didn't you just be yeah. like, oh, screw it. I'm, I'm done. I mean, you know, I feel like LinkedIn I... needs me more now than I need LinkedIn. <sighs> why didn't I stop it too? Because I want it. Right. It's, it's just right. that simple. And I and, think we you should know, you, stop you the podcast st- right now. Cause you just said everything that needed to be said. Right. I want it and I'm not stopping till I get but it. Eric, this is new for you. Like, in other words, you would want growing up, you wanted very specific things and you didn't care about much. You know, mm-hmm. Michael was more, um, you know, they, Michael well, had I mean, goals, you know, everybody wants, I mean, you know, I want to rollerblades, you know, like yeah, the, I, you, I, 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 I wanted, I definitely had my opinions and wants, yeah. um, but yeah, no, this it's, it's just an example. And, uh, but you're definitely more laid back about these things. And there is a yin and a, there's a most definite, a yin and a yang that Michael is all emotion mm-hmm. and I'm definitely pa- more analytical pa- passion is a big difference. I'm, but, I'm passionate and I do my emotions. I have learned to rein in. I have learned to keep them under control because, no doubt, and but, that's, but that's what I, that's why I couldn't watch the news because it would, it would stir up my emotions yeah, and I would but, get but, angry you know, and upset. I understand, but you can't tell other people not to watch the news. Right. And, that, and mm-hmm. that's, and that's what you were doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's the point that mom's trying to make for people. No, my point is, is for people who, are frustrated, who are hurt, who are angry, the news is just going to acerbate that. It's not going to help it. If you are frustrated and angry and stuck in in the doldrums of where you are right now in life and you're not happy, that was the point of it, Eric. I'm not telling people not to watch the news. The news is very informative. I'm on Google News every single day just to skim to see, okay, well, this happened, this happened, this happened. But watching the news and hearing the commentary it was stressing me out. It was freaking me out that I feel like we were never going to get out of this. What I did was with the news is I feel like whenever there is an opinion, it's not the news. And I always now go try and find sources where they just tell me what happened and I will make my own opinion on how I feel about That's it. That's what Google I do not. Yes. Yeah, I do not need somebody telling me how to feel about, about a, a specific topic. So I will, I found sources um, and even though, even the sources, it's, it's hard for the writer not to, cause I don't necessarily watch the news. I'll read the news and the, the, the writer will sometimes put his opinion in and it kind of guises it as disguises it as, as facts. And that's something that, you know, I'm, I'm very aware of mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. When it comes to reinventing yourself, I don't think we answered the actual question. I, mean, I think well, reinventing what well, we did, we started to, and I think the, the first step is that you have to bounce ideas off of other people. Right. And I think Get that involved in, in a community, yeah, in, in a, a positive community, yeah, in, in a community of like-minded people, but you have to be careful. You're not in an echo chamber because mm-hmm. you need differences of opinion because you see the conversation that the three of us are having that, you know, we thought Michael was going a little bit too far. 
with what he was saying. And that's par for the course in our conversations that Michael will go so far deep into saying, this is what you have to do. You have to do a news race. You can't do this. You can't do that. And then we usually will rein it back in. But also, likewise, sometimes I may, I may not do enough. And then somebody will come in and say, you're not doing enough. You have to go. You have to do more. And I think that's the beauty of having relationships with people. And not um, the same people. Yeah, right. No, absolutely. Like I used to get offended when people didn't agree with me. It used to be, I used to like really bother me saying, how could they not understand that? I mean, it's, it's clear, it's logical, it's right there. And then I learned that everyone has an opinion, right? It's not just my opinion. Everyone has it. Like right now. What's, what's the I, saying? The, the saying is uh, opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. Yeah, you could say it like that. Yeah, it's really funny. I make these top 10 lists on on LinkedIn just as a as a playful thing. Just, you know, these are my lists of and I had a comment today. I just I'm in top 10 guitarists of all time, which was an incredible list. I mean, it got a lot of views and it got a lot of people talking and uh, you know, Jimmy Page was my number one from Led Zeppelin, goes down to Jimi Hendrix, blah blah blah. And I have an honorable mention list, James Hetfield, Metallica. I mean, these guys who are in the uh, zeitgeist of humanity. I mean, the, the, these people are known in every single household around the world. And I'm, I got a comment today, you know, how could you not have, I forgot who the, even the guitar, Santana in your top 10. How could you do that? And it's like, and I wrote him, this is my list, bro. Make a list. Make, make a list. Maybe I mean, Santana's he, in your top 10. He's kind of right. Oh. I mean, Santana was in my honorable mention. And he was wrong with Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan was in my top 10, but he said it wasn't. So he clearly uh, skimmed over my, my shit. But my point is, like, make a list. You know, just because I have a list doesn't mean I'm God and that's, you know, the, the be all and end all. I'm Wait. asking myself a question. I'm putting a question out there. Name your top 10 guitarists. Mine are, and I, and I name top 10. But what's happening here is that people are forgetting that everybody has a point of view. Yes. And that everybody has one square foot and we have to respect. And this is, this is what's wrong. You've been, you've been, you've been teaching us, you've been teaching us that for as long as I can that's remember. Stephen Covey, Eric. Yeah, that's Stephen Covey 101. Daddy yeah. and I read that book, A Landscaper. Mike Rittenhouse. Mike, Mike Rittenhouse. Big yeah. shout out to Michael Rittenhouse. Yeah, he's, he's he a owns, Michael Ritt dad. Yeah, Michael, Michael Rittenhouse owns Remove It Man. Right. And he was our Uncle Stewart's best friend in Syosset High School. Right. And, and he, he was a, a landscaper who built a huge business into a, you know, where he manages big properties. And he, one day we, we met at, um, outside a coffee shop, we were getting coffee and he managed this, this place. And he said, read this book. And it was a hard, it was a hard book. You know, daddy didn't read English. Well, it wasn't easy for him. So he got the audio and I read the book. And then we, we spent so many hours breaking apart this book. And then he gave it to Vinny and he gave it to Kevin to read. He gave it to me. He gave it, he gave it to me. To you. He gave it to everybody in our orbit. And he said, read this book. It changed my life. It changed Mike Rittenhouse's life, changed our life. And and what we learned is one of the, the my favorite um, stories was there was a man on a, on a train and he, um, 
and he was, his kids were, he had four kids or two kids, whatever it was. And the kids were misbehaving on the train. And um, he was just sitting and ignoring that these kids were being wild on the train. They, were they just, weren't his kids. You no, they were his kids. They were his kids. They were his children and they were being wild. They were, you know, I don't know, picking gum off the floor, whatever they were doing. They were doing stuff that, you know, so a woman walked over and she said, what kind of father are you? You know, that you would let your, you know, and she criticized him. And he turned around and he said, well, we're on our way home from the hospital and they just lost their mother and I just lost my wife. So I figured I'd let them blow off some steam. And it was like a life defined. I don't remember things. Like I just, when I read it, I, it's like I read it and I forget. And I'm, this thing stayed with me that when you look at somebody and you judge them or you criticize them, you have to know what's going on in their lives. How, you know, like even a simple statement, like you said, you know, don't watch the news. You have to, you have to, people have to understand it's not just a blanket statement. The news upsets you. You're, you're, uh, you're passionate. When you watch the news, you get caught up in it. It's not like you watch it and you dismiss it. Right. You worry. You worry about the people in the news. You worry about the people that they're reporting. You worry about, you worry about the, the whole world. Uh, you know, like there's just so much more to every person. And people just are so filled with their own. I don't know. Maybe it's this. Maybe there's so no because when you read that book, there was no such thing as the cell phone. No, there wasn't. There I think I, yes, you're right. You're right. So there wasn't social media. So it's a pity that people have stopped, and so that became a tenant of our household. That when somebody did something to you, maybe maybe they weren't just being a bully. Maybe they weren't some kind of pain. Maybe we had to examine why they were doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, not saying that we had to take guilt or or um or responsibility for it but we didn't have to judge it and but say it's it's, it's uh, put it's putting your will on other people and that's that right. that is that is just wrong and that's wallace waddles and, and wallace waddles 101 and, and every every self-help book every law of attraction book has a different variation of that topic and it's incredibly important for success it's incredibly important when you want to be a leader or an entrepreneur that you have to understand what is going on in that other person's life and mm -hmm. that you cannot judge them based on your point of view of what you may think that it is our because, father because 99% of the time it is wrong our you father, are think, yeah. yeah our father imposed his will on a lot of people and he was a it's, very happy guy yeah yeah he, because he because he was constantly setting george Car george carlin said um, my needs aren't being met. My needs aren't being met. We'll drop some of your needs. <laughs> right. And we said that to dad once the dad was, it was, it was towards the end. It was the last two years of his life and his needs weren't being met. It didn't matter if Eric and I were jumping through hoops. It didn't. And we don't have issues about this. We're just, we're, we're saying it like it is. Um, you know, we couldn't meet, he was, he was angry at our uncle and you know, he wanted this to go on and, and nobody could meet his needs and he was miserable beyond belief so we said to him i'm going to tell you what george carlin said if people aren't meeting your needs drop some of your needs let it go so if they're not meeting your needs so lower your bar lower your standards to what they can meet and be happy with what but, you, you know get just you know how dare you have a bar set for other people well That's he did he did he, he did and 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 it was i feel it was a learning uh uh something for us to learn that that you can't do that to other people 
And you can uh, have you can have certain expectations. Of you people. can if you if someone's working for you, if you are if you are working with someone, yes, there are certain expectations of how people should act, and you know you have to get the job done. So you can't be a pushover, certainly. Um, but if if someone is having a problem and they're taking off too much, or if um, you know, you see that their they're, head isn't their head isn't in the game. They're abusing a situation, not physically abusing, but right. you know, abusing but you know, if you see what's going on, nine times out of ten, if you go and have a conversation with them and you say what's up, that will uh, and you break down the bullshit barrier and you and you find out why what is going on. You can you can try and fix it. Nothing sometimes. Well, I was, what did what did Gary V say about firing somebody? There was a great hiring. Hiring is knowing. Uh, hiring is guessing. Firing is knowing. Right. But and it, you know, had that we at, at, it, that that happens so often. Where yes, you you take a gamble on somebody, and 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 that's and and you have to when you when you hire somebody. But you know the 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 dirt's going to come out in the wash. But aren't you taking a gamble on everything you do? Like Michael took a gamble by going on that podcast the first time. You know, you took a gamble by setting up the, you were the driving force for this part, you know, for right. doing all this stuff on LinkedIn. And, you know, certainly, you know. Yeah, it, you're, you're guessing with everything. And results, yeah. results are the only thing that you, that you will know. Right. But it's been fun, right? More above, than anything ab ab else. Above all else, it's fun. And it's fun to... Uh, try and succeed. It's it's fun to try and win. It's fun to try and grow Hold a subscriber on. base. I want to say something here. Let me think. So you had your life ripped apart, right? In March, your life, your your life's work. Both of you. You've been a part of this business since you were in diapers, right? You know, it, it was in our kitchen. It moved from the everything revolved all our vacations revolved. So your whole life upended, right? I don't I don't know anything but BLS. Right. Well you do know a lot of stuff, but but that's aside from the point, you know. But your your livelihood's been we we I'm saying I've never worked in a corporate office, Mom. Right. That's okay. what I'm saying. Like my my work life, I don't know. When when we vacation, it's revolving around how we can grow BLS. Right. Okay. So your life was upended. Um you you know you you both have families, you have homes, you have responsibilities, mortgages. You have We've had to give up more than most anybody in the company. We took the biggest steps to ensure that people had jobs and that we were paying our our fiscal responsibilities to everybody else. We were doing it slow, but we're doing it, right? You know, we we stopped. We, we took the biggest sacrifice, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, your kids have been home from school, so your lives have been, you know, you, you're, you're homeschooling. You're doing all this, right? And during this time period, did you sit and and um, get caught up in in the drama that's happening? Did you did you um, give up? Did you you know when everybody when we were in that dark night of soul? What did you guys do? You did something very definitely. I don't even know if you're aware that you did. You took all your energy and you put it into something. What did you put your energy into? I mean, a lot of different things. But I'll, first of all, you did you like after the first two weeks, you both looked at each other and said, "We've got to do stuff." We we looked at each other. Yeah, yeah. Put your energy into rebuilding the brand, the health, the health brand. But more than that, you built your podcast. You used this time when you could have been sitting home and contemplating your belly button and feeling sorry for yourself. Instead, you took this. You were proactive in your life, and you said, "Let's get 
this podcast move it let's how many days a week do you do the podcast now at least two at least and how many guests have you had on and since we've been you know 70 yeah no i mean we've done we've done about 70 to 80 shows i would say we probably had about 30 to 40 guests Right, but you searched out these people. You yeah. Sometimes they sometimes they searched out us, and it's definitely snowballing a, right. a little bit, which is fun. And you Oops. know, and and we learned something that you know this podcast is going to be live streamed. Um, you know, eight eight p.m. Eastern. Right. Uh, which you know, the, I'm going to be saying this probably at eight forty Eastern. But um, you know, that is we we learn, and that was from when we learned that from Michael Sandler, where he's like, you have to. You have to premiere your podcast. You have to premiere your show, and then you have to go and talk with whoever's there. And while I was always kind of like, ah, I don't want to do that because I don't know who's going to show up, Michael's like, no, we have to do it. Yeah. I'm um, going to take this because it's Roanoke, Virginia. I have no idea. No, no, no. We're, we're live, Ma, not now. Oh, okay. All we're right. Live. But with that, I think I think we can we can pretty much sign off um, because <laughs> – do, you know, do you know what's in Roanoke, Virginia? No, I have no idea. Like who Nothing. Could- Nothing. Just, nothing it, you're, good. Uh-huh. you're good our mother i just want to before we sign off eric we we still have a few minutes well no here. i i i have to go uh i got a phone call and then i have a uh, a meeting at 9 30 so our mother responds to junk mail our mother <laughs> our mother um uh always uh responds to robo robo calls hello hello um, if, if someone calls and goes um you've just won uh you know and she, I don't. I don't buy into it. My but, favorite thing is, is when this you, real. My favorite thing is when you when you practically nearly took down almost all of BLS when you infected <laughs> us with a virus, because um, you thought you someone was buying Delta airline tickets on your credit card and it was just it, you should have never opened that email because it was a virus. And um, but yes, our mother is half, the half most million, the half, smartest. Hold on, hold on. Half a million dollars later, I think mom learned her lesson. Yeah, yeah I, in, I, in, I, I certainly right. hope so. Right. But I got to say, you are one of the smartest people we know, uh, building a beautiful, amazing business, raising two amazing, delicious, gorgeous children and 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 handsome, handsome gorgeous and smart and funny and right. sexy and, and uh, productive. Uh, produ- no, OK. But but I got to tell you, you are you are third rate when it comes to answering um, no, let, let me explain. Let me <laughs> junk explain. mail. There's no reason like we are. Uh, Eric. Roanoke, Virginia. No, Roanoke, Virginia is calling. Who cares who's calling? If they, if it's so important, <laughs> they will leave a message and you will get no, back I don't to them. It was being delivered today, so I don't know if that was them. Oh, okay. But okay. um, you'll be fine. Uh, it, yeah, no, it, what does yeah. the critical drinker say? What is the? Cr- it'll be fine. It'll be it'll, fine. I live. I by the way, I live by that now. I don't know if anyone on this podcast listens to the critical drinker. Look Listen up the to critical the critical drink on YouTube. He, he is he skewers. Just... He skewers films. He calls out the bullshit. He's not passive aggressive. And everything is, it'll be fine, right? You write a shitty script and the protagonist is going to escape through fire. How? Eh, it'll be fine. Mom, Roanoke, Virginia, it'll be fine. Yeah, I agree. But I always like opportunity. I don't like to, that's, I think maybe. Let me tell you something. If that was like an LA number calling you. robo call and it's you never know that. You 8.46 know. in the morning. Everything is fine. If that was Hollywood calling you to say, we just purchased all of your stuff and we're putting on Disney Plus. Right. I get it. You got to jump listen off the to podcast. Me. It was from like, Roanoke, Virginia. Listen to me. Like, subscribe, comment, and I wanna, share. I want to thank the new subscribers who came over from Inspire Nation. You guys have a lot. We have a lot in store. We have a lot of cool guests coming and up. And we have, we have a lot of great 
previous content. I mean, we have, yeah. uh, you know, some uh, 80 or so shows. And people and... ask me, I just want to say, Eric, on the chat yesterday when I was on Inspire Nation, people were like, what's your podcast about? Our podcast is is about the law of attraction and business. And everyone's like, that is the greatest marriage that you could you could have possibly done to talk about spirituality well, and, and honestly, growth and self-development and, and business. It's, it's basically just about whatever we are interested in, where, you know, we like travel, we like private jets we like cars we like uh business we like law of attraction and you know we're certainly not going to box ourselves in to anything and um when we interview somebody and i think i uh, let's we'll leave it here but when we interview somebody we do it as a viewer first we go into an interview not really knowing anything about the person and we genuinely want to learn uh what they're all about but you come out sometimes you come out changed Absolutely. Sometimes well, we always are, we always do though, but that's the point of learning and growth is that before you get into that interview, you know a little bit about the person. Like when we interviewed Jonathan Dector, that movie producer, I knew he he you know he produced I Feel Pretty and um shocking the 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 Zach Efron movie. I always botched that title. Shockingly evil violin. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, wicked, but, whatever. But you know, we gotta I, there go. was stuff that well, I understand, but there was stuff that on there that I had no idea about. Everyone, like, subscribe, leave comments down below. Welcome to Oaken Bros. I am Michael. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm Eric, and this is and this is Mama Oaken. Bye -bye. Thank you later, all. Later, bye -bye. guys. Oh, clicked the wrong one. <laughs> you botched <laughs> that. Mom, mom left. Right. Mom left. Later, guys.